1: Welcome back Battery Nation to another installment of Locked on Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And as always I'm your host Cody Davis along with my partner in crime,
0: John Some Sports Guy Hickman, and today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Cody, Friday, right? We made it through another week. Woo-hoo! Everybody deserves a shot. Everybody deserves a, a, a tall glass of beer or wine or you know, whatever your vice is that's, you know, safe. Everybody deserves that, making it through another week uh, in a pandemic where the days get crazier and crazier. But, you know, we've made it through another day of hearing from our coaching staff, right? Hearing from Bill O'Brien, hearing from players, hearing from positional coaches. There is, you know, a lot of optimism in this building. I keep saying it, right? I sound like a broken record. You guys know it, but the optimism is really real because, you know, there's a – the the sense is, you know, all one man shouldn't have all that power. So, and that power player-wise was Gandry Hopkins. But, you know, the optimism, while we call it optimism and not what you think is really going to happen is because, you know, one man does have all that power. You know, he's broken up this team in, in many different ways. And, you know, a couple of the trades comes off as shellfish or – whatever you want to call it, that's Bill O'Brien. And so now we're hanging the balance of success or blow up in your face. But I do want to get to the Texans bringing in linebacker, uh, formerly of the Denver Broncos, Brandon Marshall. They brought him in yesterday for a workout and plan to get him signed soon. So that's going to add another linebacker to the Texans core. We know Dylan Cole is out right now. Here's what uh, Brandon Marshall can do. 2014 112 tackles 2015 102 2017 106 you know the question for this guy is consistency but I think whatever you're looking for you're bringing them in you know Zach Cunningham and Bernard McKinney they are the studs and we know how that goes and he's not a sack go-getter right so you're bringing them in to see what he can do if he's going to be consistent I uh, also feel your depth chart because you have a linebacker out now, and I really believe Brandon Marshall is a you know much better player than Dylan Cole. No disrespect, so the Texans bring somebody in that can add a boost to their defense, which is another veteran for Bill O'Brien, right?
1: Yeah, it's another veteran for Bill O'Brien, but my only concern is. Brandon Marshall really didn't play in 2019. Matter of fact, he ain't playing all in 2019. So I'm kind of wondering what are the Texans looking at. But you know, given the state of our world right now, and you know, this is going to be a year where you're going to have to have a lot of depth almost at every single position. um, If they do end up signing Brandon Marshall, I would be okay with it. Like I say, the only the only knock I have against him is the fact that he missed the entire 2019 season. Um, Looking back at his record looking back at his history there was no injury or anything like that so it seems like every single team that he tried out for um saw something in him that made them say you know what we are better off without you but you know like I say given the state of our world I mean it's just another he's just another guy that we could just add in our depth because I mean 2020 has been the year of you don't you don't know what's next you don't know what's going to happen so I would much rather see the Texans in a position where they do end up losing one of their linebackers rather it is due to COVID or due to, you know, just a regular football injury. You know, it's always good to have depth.
0: And you're right. You know, 2020, with everything you just said, 2020 has been a crazy year. You don't know whether you're going to get hit next. You don't know whether you're going to get hit for a breaking news alert to your phone that DeAndre Hopkins is traded. To the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson you don't know if you're gonna hear that the Texans are bringing in and trading for Brandon Cook so we got a chance to hear from Cooks how his offseason has been so far this is very interesting to hear from a new guy that is you know being asked a lot to replace the shoes of maybe the best receiver in the league and collectively we're gonna look into what he said that he believes Working with Deshaun Watson, his, his expectations for his year, and the question that's on everybody's mind, those concussions. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG One, four, five, six fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey costs $353.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only costs $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com
1: yesterday the Texans continued their media availability and we actually had the opportunity to hear from Brandon Cooks as we all know Brandon Cooks is one of if not the most I don't want to say exciting due to the the piece that we lost but you know Brandon Cooks was one of the most exciting pieces that the Texans added to their core heading into the 2020 season and um there is a lot of hype surrounding Cooks at the end of the day you know when you take a look at this is a guy who has recorded multiple 1,000, over 1,000 reception yards. This is also a guy who has played with Drew Brees, Tom Brady, um, even Jerry Goff, you know, if you want to put him not in their class, but, you know, you, you have to respect Goff to a certain extent. And, um, you know, he actually been to a Super Bowl twice. And um, speaking of a Super Bowl, there was one of them that he was in. He only played in like five minutes of it due to a concussion that he caught really early. Of course, I'm talking about the terrible concussion he caught in the super bowl when he was a member of the new england patriots when they lost against the philadelphia eagles against nick the goat foes i sorry about that john <laughs> but you know anyways long story short um brandon cooks has had a plethora of concussions over the course of his career so much so it's starting to be a concern amongst um, media members not just here in Houston but all around the league and um, you know Brandon Cooks was asked about he said that he's not worried he has zero concerns about it and he said something that really caught my eye he said you know I play a game where you never know what's going to happen from snap to snap and, you know, he, he talked about it's unfortunate that he has had a couple of concussions, but he said he feel good. And he said, if I have nothing to worry about, you guys shouldn't have nothing to worry about.
0: My response to that is what else is he supposed to say? Right. I mean, he wants to go out and prove that he is still a good receiver in this league. And I think ultimately he will. Uh, He also wants to put his own doubts and fears behind him. And to do that, I believe you have to speak. So what else is he going to say? No, I think they can be a concern this year. I don't know why they brought me in. Yeah, He's never going to say that. And I think, for one, let's get past the concussions really, really quick. In 2018, Brandon Cooks recorded 1,200 yards. Total yards passed traveled in the air before being caught was 858 yards before the catch per reception for Brandon Cooks was almost 11 yards. So he is going to be a valuable weapon with Deshaun Watson, right? And we are expecting the creativity of Tim Kelly to get him in more winnable situations in one-on-one plays. What I'm waiting on is for everybody else around us to get past the concussions for a bit to see what can possibly happen. Because the, the reality of it is, with those five recorded concussions, and they are well documented, he hasn't missed a total of games. That's concerning. While analyzing what Cooks can do, I think that's what we need to do: how he can affect this offense. Because the time missed, you know, he didn't have too many uh, PTO days. Only took a only took a couple off. When concerned with the concussions, when analyzing the concussions, and I think he's going to be a, a very good tool for Deshaun Watson, and especially help this division finally get their speedster uh, alongside Will Fuller. The dynamic duo between those guys can cause a lot of damage to secondaries in in this division alone, and in the NFL.
1: And the reason why it's going to be so much of of a threat to the secondary, to the opposing team secondary, is because of the connection with Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks given his ability to catch deep balls (laughs) and given the Sean Watson ability to throw those deep balls. And he actually talked about that during his press. He said that he actually took time to study Watson on film and say that he was taken away by the fact that Watson can throw some deep balls. and And we all know that that is Brandon Cook's specialty when he's out there on the field. Not only that, Cook's also talk about that he has other guys when he go out there on the field, Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, Randall Cobb, that is basically the same player that he is. So I kind of feel like, given everything that Brandon Cook said on yesterday, I kind of feel like the Texans have put themselves in a position where they are going to aim to have one of the most explosive offenses in a league, not just in 2020, but over the next two seasons. Because you take a look at, what Deshaun Watson brings to the field, the pass catchers we have in the backfield, as well as the full, solid, pretty damn good wide receivers that we have already. Outside of health, I don't think there's going to be nothing that's going to be able to keep this team from (laughs) at least putting up 25 to 30 points a game. I kind of feel like that's the direction that Bill O'Brien has taken this team. Yes, it hurt getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, But, like I always say, John, it's always better to have multiple guys who can do multiple things on the field versus having one guy who can do it all. You have that one guy, you go out there, shut him down, what is that going to do to the team? We saw it time after time after time again over the past, what, six to seven years? Well, I'm not going to say six to seven, but at least over the past four to five years when DeAndre Hopkins really became one of the top two receivers in the league, it limits this offense. Now you go out, you have so many guys that can hit you from the backfield. You're, you're, you're receiving core. You got a quarterback. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if if you give Watson the chance, he might be able to throw the ball to himself and score a touchdown. I mean, he's the Houston Houdini. We just don't know what this man cannot do at this point. But I, I say all that just to say everything that Brandon Cook said in his press conference on yesterday, let me know that the Texans are positioning themselves to have, if not one of, the most explosive offense in 2020.
0: Yeah, and I also like that Brandon Cooks, who has not been here very long, we know that, right, Is bought into believing in two other players around him, right, that are also looking for an injury redemption season. Talked about David Johnson. Bought into him being his teammate, called him special since the day he walked into the league. I love to hear teammates uh, congratulating and, and you know, getting with their their guys that they may have something in common with. And, you know, ultimately it could help with the chemistry between not only the quarterback, but just ultimately overall with communication and, you know, whatever you need to win. And I, I love hearing things like that.
1: Speaking of David Johnson, Johnson actually spoke on yesterday as well. And he talked about how excited he is to be able to play with another guy in Duke Johnson. I'm going to just start calling them the Johnson brothers. But, you know, he he, he talked about You know how excited he was to have that opportunity. He said that he believed that they're going to be a lethal one-two punch together out there on the field. And, John, I just wanted to bring that up really quick because I know that's something that you had talked about last week or the week before last when we did our position previews, talking about the running back situation. And, you know, it's still kind of up in the air which one is going to start. Bill O'Brien even spoke on it. He said that, you know, it's not really going to be a primary. You're going to be the number one running back option. In his eyes, he looks at it as the Texans have two really good third down backs. And once again, given Deshaun Watson two solid options as pass catchers coming out of the backfield, it just lets me know that this running back core is going to be a hell of a lot better than what we all think, especially given the fact that we lost Carlos Hyde and Lamar Miller over the past two seasons. And I also want to mention that David Johnson, for the people who are talking bad about him, he don't care. He said he's bait. He said he has been in pressure situation ever since 2016 after he had his all pro season. He said he had, he's used to the pressure. He said anything that happened in Houston does not compare to the pressure that he had in Arizona was John. What I kept telling you, a change of scenery for david johnson was needed because he even talked about it in arizona there was a lot of pressure on him living up to that high expectation that he set in 2016 couldn't deliver now you put him in a situation where as long as he surpassed people's expectations to make people think that the trade between him and deandre hopkins was not as bad he did his job i think david johnson is going to be really good
0: yeah cody let's talk about the big boys let's talk about the big boys up front let's talk about the offensive line let's let's go to a place where you, I know a place do, 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 do. everybody blocking do 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 do, do, do. Are you feeling <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about the expectations with year two of this unit going into a year with no preseason guys coming off an of injury Guys get in their bag. You know what I mean? The, 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 the thought of keeping your franchise quarterback upright. Offensive line. And I mean, I don't even know where to start. I will say that happy for Larry Tunstall got his money. I'm happy that he had the opportunity to just say, here is what I want. And you guys deal with it. You know, um. I'm always excited to talk about Max Sharpen. And what I'm going to do in the next couple of days is just do more, um, not necessarily research, but um, watch film, do some more film work on him and what I think he does really well because I'm high on him, Nick Martin at center, Titus Howard, right? First round pick last year, had some good moments, had some good moments, had bad moments. Expectations for Titus Howard because ultimately I believe that if Titus Howard and Laramie Tunsil, if if they really just do what they need to do, right, because I believe we have two guys that are very capable, one with a high upside and uh, in, in Max Sharpen, at guard uh, with, with, with Sharpen and, and Fulton or whoever they want to put in at their part, they may move down Howard, who, who knows, but I think this offensive line can be capable... Of very good things right it'll 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 help that play calling allows them to get in the rhythm you know get some three-step drops back passes, get them out fast don't hold on the ball too long when it comes to pass block let them get a feel for the game first that'll help and i think ultimately that'll help the entire offense but these big guys up front you know i think they have something to prove right your leader just got the bag So people are going to be paying more attention to you. Everybody doubts what Titus Howard can do. And the national media really does not know how well of a job this unit did last year, granted and given the fact that it was thrown together days before the regular season started. You know, they don't know that. So I would take it personal. I would take it personal. And I think they will. They should go out there and kick some ass from their front line. I think they have a really really good chance of being one of those top 10 offensive line groups collectively this season, if we have our season.
1: You say top 10, I'm going to say top five. And I kind of believe they probably would have been in top 10 or at least in consideration for top last year if Titus Howard didn't get hurt and B if they just had a longer amount of time to get accustomed to one another. I mean, you have arguably the best left tackle in the league in Laramie Tunsil. You have two youngest studs in Matt Sharping and Titus Howard. And then you have some uh, uh, two solid pieces in Nick Martin and Zach Fulton. And to be honest, John, we only got what a handful of games in 2019 with everybody on the offensive line. And in the, in out of those handful of games. Everybody looked pretty good, especially when they was on one accord. So, even though they did not have the opportunity to really like get down on the field and stuff, you still have a full off season under their belt. Whether if it was do through Zoom conference, do the 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 quiz app that they were talking about, some of the players have been saying that they have been using to learn the playbook and stuff. You still have an opportunity to get all of these guys. To come together, learn one another, learn the system. This offensive line is going to be great for the Texans in 2020. And going back to Titus Howard, John, you could disagree with me if you want, but I believe he's going to be the second most important important factor on when you, when you talk about the when you talk about the big guys up front.
0: I think that's fair. I mean, I wouldn't you know too much go as, go against that. I think we can highlight a game where everybody looked good collectively as an offensive line with that unit. That Atlanta game last year was one of those games. The Kansas City game was also one of those games where they looked good as a unit and the optimism, you know, really raised. But the entire season this year is, off, is based off optimism. So we'll see how it goes. Seeing how it goes is something we. Continue to do throughout the course of the next few weeks. They are getting in pads soon. They're finna strap it up. Uh, next week, I believe. Yeah, next week, they're they uh they're getting in pads or they're on the 17th. Very soon, the, the Texans will be getting in some this pads. This time next get Friday, August 14th. Next Friday. next Friday, August 14th. It's gonna be a blast. But I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow me on Twitter, at some sports guy with two eyes at the end. Also, don't forget to check us out at Locked on Texans and like us on Facebook, Locked on Texans as well.
1: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.